New year, new me. How have your 2021s been, guys? Going well? Good, good. Us too. Usually at the beginning of the year, people tend to set goals like, let's get fit, let's exercise, etc. But now that we are a couple months into the year, or at the end of Q1, as it is referred to in the corporate world, let's look at how that is going and talk about healthy routines. Healthy mind, healthy body, healthy wife, healthy life. But before diving into the episode, as per Cafe 20's tradition, we first have the hot take hot take of the day, where we discuss a mini controversy. Today's hot take is 50,000 Hong Kong dollars or three weeks of holiday time. Mm. So in a way, you're asking us if we want more money or more free time. Exactly. Mm. But if we put some numbers, then it'll be, you know, less mm. permanent. <laughs> I think I would prefer to have um, 50,000 Hong Kong dollars. Just because even if I have three weeks of leave now, I'm not sure if I can, you know, make the best use of it. I'd rather take some leaves here and there and just recharge like that. Yeah. I would take $50,000 too. Because my three weeks of work instead of holidays may not even earn me (laughs) (laughs) $50,000. Yeah, me too. (laughs) well this is boring we all have the same answer it's not controversial at all (laughs) okay thanks for answering this mini controversy let's jump into the episode resolutions is a buzzword we'll hear very often during this time of year but this doesn't always work well for everyone so we'll be looking at this from the perspective of routines today for example what are some good practices and bad habits that we have when it comes to dieting exercise or mindset and exactly what kind of routine will ultimately work best for you let's start off by talking about some areas we want to improve what are some of your bad habits my bad habit is not exercising enough Exercise is too much of a last priority for me. Everything else comes first, like work, sleep, friends, every literally everything else I can put in front of exercising is my more important priority. My bad habit is not having enough self-control when I eat. So I tend to like, once I start binge eating, it's just like a period of binge eating and I don't exercise too in that period. So it's like if I go down the spiral, I go down the spiral. I think those two are also issues for me. Uh, Exercise, I really just don't exercise. And then eat, I also snack a lot. Um, But my other issue is about sleep. So right now I'm not getting very good quality of sleep because of work, but also because I spend a lot of time on my phone before I go to bed. So it's just impacting the quality of my sleeping pattern and it's just not very good rest and it just makes me spend my whole weekend catching up on sleep when I could be doing other things. I always see like YouTubers, um, they have like challenges for like 30 days where they do a certain routine very well and then that they've always wanted to do like like not like not checking their phones in the morning every day like for the 30 minutes before they go to sleep or the 30 minutes after they wake up and maybe like we could do something like that and then like, update our followers on our stories and instagram as we go through that yes i think there's a lot of routines i actually want to try in this new year so maybe we can do all those challenges and keep them updated yes. get some accountability yeah what, what are some of the other challenges that you want to try 
journaling every day. That's one for me. I think I want to. I uh, listened to this from one of the podcasts about how, like, in the morning, the first few, I think, thirty minutes, in whatever you have in your mind, you just like write things down, and you don't stop. Right, you just like keep writing for like let's say fifteen minutes or twenty minutes. Until you reach like two pages, and then you stop, mm, and then it's yeah, a yeah. good way to actually realize what are some of the things that has been like blocking your mind, and then just like maybe along the way as you write, then you um, find yourself some answers. Another another one that I really want to do is to consistently wake up at five a.m. every morning. I've always wanted to do that. I think I did it for a little while, but then it's really hard to sleep. Like I'm someone who. Must sleep seven and a half hours. Even if I set an alarm, my body won't wake up until I have slept seven and a half hours plus. Like there's just no point in me setting an alarm any otherwise. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So that means I have to sleep at ten nine thirty. But I saw in another video that you can train your your body to sleep like less. So that's something that I have to do first if I want to sleep. If I want to wake up earlier, because I can't possibly sleep at nine thirty. I did try the waking up early as opposed to staying up late before, and I think when you manage to wake up early, you just feel so much happier、mm. as opposed to when you're staying up late. But it's just so hard to do, yeah, because you just keep on hitting snooze, and then you just、yeah. end up waking up at your normal waking time. Yeah, yeah. when it comes to like all these kind of challenges and habits, it's like you have to do it for an X amount of consecutive days for it to become a habit, right? I think there's a number to it, like three weeks, twenty-one days.、Mm, yeah, and I guess the difficult part is like maintaining that for twenty-one days. But also, like if let's say you hit twenty-one days, right? There's no guarantee that on the twenty-second day you might spiral back down to like your old habit. Like I've picked up some habits before, did it for like three weeks, and then at the end of the three weeks, I went back to my old self.、Mm. So I guess like at what point will it, will all this like habit spiral you up without? Your conscious effort to actually do those actions. Yeah, but also like one thing I think is challenging to adopt certain routines, especially like in our twenties. It's like we always have different things, you know. Maybe like one day your you your friends want to go out for a drink, so you go out a bit later, then you wake up a bit earlier, then your routine gets messed up, right? Or or your boss needs something, and then you have a busy couple of days at work, and then like. Your routine gets messed up, like or even like going out for dinner or something. Like there are two parts to this, right? You need to make a routine that accommodates like flexibility, but then the other thing is like how do you like maintain consistency while taking into a, like account all of these different changes, right?、Mm, yeah, I, I I guess that brings us to our second point. Like, what are some of the good habits? Or routines that you currently have, and what kind of what you've been doing now? What are some of the routines that actually you feel work best for you? I think food-wise, actually, I've been getting a bit of improvement. I typically snack a lot, but lately, because I don't stock up on a lot of snacks at home, just out of laziness, I don't just don't bother going to shop for groceries and snacks when I when I'm going about doing my groceries. And I just can't find anything to eat when I wanna when I wanna have a snack. So I think that's one thing I've been doing. And then also in terms of portion control, because I fortunately still get to stay at home with my parents and still get home cooked food. But I think they're always very concerned that I'm not eating enough, so they give me very big portions. But now I'm sort of setting good boundaries. Like this is the portion that I need, and I really don't. 
need to eat more. like I'm, I'm like an athlete who needs like <laughs> a giant bowl of noodles every yeah. meal yeah uh, you're a brave child <laughs> setting boundaries <laughs> on food with your Asian parents <laughs> that's next level yeah <laughs> great job <laughs> mm-hmm. wow yeah I think for me like on the food part because I always snack a lot sometimes if I don't snack I feel like I can't work it needs to be like two things I need to eat so that I can work yeah so recently I've um I've tried like not snacking right but then I feel like when I don't snack I can't think so I can't work so I guess I guess I just made peace with the fact that I need to snack while I work but what I so what I changed is what I snack Mm -hmm. so I changed from like let's say eating chips or chocolates to now nowadays I'm buying a lot of different fruits Mm. Oh, like cherry tomatoes, grapes, blueberries, wow. and almonds. Yeah. Mm. I remember I used to get a lot of healthy snacks like prunes mm. and raisins. Digestive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. For me, like I think actually food is also the spinning compass like in my general routines. Like everything revolves around food. Because when I was younger, I actually had a lot of issues with food and like the amount I ate and etc. But then when I went into uni, when I started living alone and I had full control of everything I I ate, then and I had to study, right? Because my main motivation for creating structure around my food, when in the past I had did so many fat diets, like as a teenager, and I still couldn't like wrangle it, for that was like not to get food coma so that I could study. Because, <laughs> you know, like you have a limited amount of time and then you just like can't afford to have food coma time. Oh. So then I like, from then on, I figured out exactly what portions that Mm. I need to eat and what kind of food helps me feel good and not feel good and then I also do the same as Charmaine where I like won't buy snacks so sometimes like I'll fall into like a spiral of eating like a lot like going out a lot and eating a lot of snacks and then there'll always be like it'll always end in one cumulative day where I dump all my snacks into the bin (laughs) and then I like start my new life like this happens pretty regularly actually so (laughs) I have a colleague who recently told me that he hasn't eaten lunch in years. How is that possible? It's also like Enki, like the food coma issue. He just doesn't have the time during his work day to, first of all, eat. And also because he'll become sleepy after his lunch. So he rarely... I'm sure there's an optimal point, right? You you still need to eat. But then if you eat way too much, then you hit that food coma. So I'm, I'm just wondering, does he still eat a bit of stuff so that he can have enough energy to get through the day? Or does he not eat at all? He just drinks water for lunch. He doesn't oh even goodness. drink coffee or tea. How but I don't think that's like healthy. Yeah. yeah. But there's another colleague I have where he just eats salad for lunch because mm. he knows like that's not gonna. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you know what works for your body. Mm, I, guess. I guess. Yeah. True. <clears throat> and I think it also comes with age. Like people who are in their forties, especially like a lot of ladies and like managers in my uh, company that I work with, they're mostly like in their forties and fifties, right? And I think they're like very health conscious about basically they're just very health conscious because they're hitting that age where you know they it just hit them that oh my god i can't just eat whatever i want to anymore you know it's like a minute at your lips a lifetime at your hips (laughs) (laughs) exactly so usually like i see all this like ladies in their 40s and 50s even though they're very busy at work and it requires a lot of like energy right for back-to-back meetings and discussions they just eat like um a cup of corn or like uh like oatmeal with some fruits but i'm just curious like is that necessarily healthy because maybe if you eat a small lunch and then you go home and then you still eat a 
big dinner because you were hungry the whole day mm. then isn't it better to allocate it throughout your day yeah but i, I guess yeah different things know. work for different people yeah yeah i do switch out the fries in the mcdonald meals for corn mm. great job yes. baby steps yeah corn is good mm. Wait, so what are some of your good habits? <laughs> uh, beginning of 2020, I did have a few habits that I tried to start, but uh, unfortunately abandoned throughout the course of the year. So I think working from home, I did try to like force myself to do like maybe 10, 15 minutes of exercise every day at least. Um, I also did a bit of journaling. Um, there's a lot of apps for that. So so that was definitely something I picked up on. And that was quite good to do a bit of reflection every day on the good things and the bad things that happened. Mm. Nice. Mm. There's one point at which I would make a banana and kale smoothie with flax seeds and chia seeds oh, every I can, morning. Yeah, I can vouch for that smoothie. So good. <laughs> but only it was every day for a while but then nowadays it has drawn back a bit yeah at the end of 2020 i also uh signed up for a ballet class i think because um it, it's a good routine that i want to share just because like you already pay all the you pay for eight classes right up front right so it kind of forces you to go even though you don't want to because yeah on some days where you're like a bit lazy but, but then you realize that oh man i paid for it already might as well go then you just go mm. i recently have a few friends who started doing going to flotation tanks ah. yeah it seems to be quite a transformative experience i've heard mm. yeah yeah i saw friends who did that too mm. <laughs> i've also recently adopted a very pricey and therapeutic <laughs> routine which is therapy <laughs> yeah, <I see. laughs> it's very pricey but it was a good routine for a while. So recently, I've been able to reach a couple of breakthroughs, so I might take a break from a routine. Uh, but at first, it was quite hard to get into it. I went to like one session, and then I stopped for almost a few months because I was like, oh, do I need it? Do I want it? Blah, blah, blah. But then after I stuck to it, and after two or three sessions, then the results started coming in. So then it was a good routine while it lasted. Potentially, because therapy is quite expensive, I wonder if like a more affordable alternative would be those employee assistant programs some companies have. Like mm. they'll have like a phone line and then you can talk to like a person and it's like completely separate to your work because they'll let it remain confidential. Mm. Yeah, that was good. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I think that can be an option. Because it also depends on what you want to get out of the therapy session, mm. right? If you want it to be more like solution based, then I guess you need to, you need the same person to keep listen mm -hmm. listening to you. You can't just be like a hotline call. But if let's mm. say the objective of having the call is just for you to rent and get it out of your system, then I'm sure it will like, yeah. be quite effective. Yeah. And like it's free. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and since we're in the topic of like mental health and like well being, um, I think. One of the good habits that I recently picked up is um, my sister and I, we made this deal or like agreement that um, the first thing that we'll do in the morning is we'll text each other what are some of the, th what are the three things that we're grateful for for the day. Yeah, and we've, doing it for, we've been doing it for a few weeks now and it's quite nice. Oh, hmm. I saw someone like who did a TikTok compilation and it was just him taking a selfie video every day of him saying good morning to himself. And then you can just sort of see the change in him over like the weeks he was doing it. Every day just got like happier and happier because he was just saying like he was just trying to force himself to be like a cheer cheerful person. 
Yeah, Ooh. which is a great start to the day. That's nice, yeah. Can we do that challenge too? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, we can. Yeah. There's like, it's the power of like words of affirmation, right? Mm-hmm. People are always saying like, you write affirmations for this and then mm. you tell yourself this. Because a lot of what I've been seeing on Instagram, like through a lot of like wellness accounts and also like my therapist has also been telling me like a lot of the issues and how you you have and how you experience them is due to self-talk the thing may have happened but it's also like how you talk to yourself that's very very important so yeah the words of affirmation is a really really good method i think that's also something that i've been trying to work on this year and something that i want to continue working on for the rest of the year like just how to make sure I, my self-talk is more positive right how to mm. build that positive positive self-talk mm. i saw a meme on instagram yesterday and it said something like uh what you see is like uh, like uh, oh dang like this girl and then it's like what you don't see it's like reprogram self-beliefs like money spent uh. on good clothes like flawless makeup like everything yeah yeah it's like not so easy mm, that's true But like, you know, in, in social media and things like that, we always, there's always almost like a glorification around people and like routines, you know, like the most watched videos on, on YouTube is like, oh, my 5am routine, my 4am routine, my blah, blah, blah routine. And then it's like so many views on those videos because everyone always aspires to have this kind of like consistency and productivity. But do you guys think like a perfect routine really exists? And is that like a healthy pressure that we should be succumbing to? Like, how can we think about this topic Mm. yeah i think that's a very good question and i think every time people ask like oh oh what's your morning every time people ask like what's your morning routine and what's the ideal morning routine i always feel a bit skeptical towards that because i feel like um it's just too idealistic and it's not realistic to have an ideal morning routine and i guess there's no like one right morning routine that works for other people but will also work for you so i think a lot of like the morning routine is about like seeing what works for people and then you try it and then you tailor it to your own needs and see what works best for you so i guess there's no like cookie cutter approach it's more like um applying experimenting and then see find uh, find what works for you but i've also like listened to this podcast about like you know setting routines and setting schedules and i think if when let's say like in the fir- in the beginning of the year we will most of us will like sit down and then we'll like write okay this is how i want to like run my day i'll wake up at 5 a.m and then i'll like eat breakfast i'll exercise for 30 minutes and then i'll go to work and then maybe lunch i'll like go to the gym and then you know so it's like it's it's not good for you because it's too like why are you setting a schedule that that is like Mm. terrible for yourself you know like the whole thing about having a schedule is so that you can like you can have um things that you want to do but also need to do it doesn't have to be all of the things that you need to do you know because then Mm. you don't have time to do things that you actually enjoy and then that's how your whole schedule will like fall and Mm. fail and then now and then you'll be back to your old self Mm. you know like so the whole schedule has to also incorporate the things that are sinful but you also want to do Mm. that what makes that's what makes a good schedule rather than like a perfect ideal routine Mm. i think 
Mm. Another way to look at it, so you know, in in high school, you just like have a lot of subjects to cover. So I would literally plan my life by the half hour, and I would never be able to um, achieve any of it. Like even for that half hour, because one, I didn't plan into these like quote unquote like in the more indulgent activities and then and also my personality like I just don't like boxes I don't like anything that organizes my life so like I don't like budgets are not part of my personal values nor our schedules <laughs> like I just no I'm against budgeting it's really hard for me to like give like restraints to myself so mm. like the way I work better is to achieve goals because for me I'm just like I prefer to like say like tick off a box rather than like be boxed in mm. into certain ways. So there are like different ways that I guess you can organize yourself for routines. Yeah, I think my challenges is like you guys said, right? There's so many things that we have to do in our lives, uh, indulgent things, and also just the things that we need to do as part of our responsibilities. And I guess the responsibilities, especially with work. It's sort of hard to control. We don't have a lot of say in, hey, I don't want to do this project to your boss, for example. You just have to sort of do it. Then how do you plan around these responsibilities or must dos? I guess. Because everyone, you only have twenty four hours a day, and then if you have all of these projects that you don't want to do but you still need to do, then you might need to sacrifice, let's say, your sleep or your time for exercising. So it's. There's a lot of like trade-off going on. Yeah, maybe the key here is to like reprioritize and choose. Like there's the triangle in uni, right? Like yeah. the sleep, social life, and studies. Mm. And you can always only have two, two yep, out of yep. three of the triangle. Mm-hmm. So it's like I guess the same in our current life. Yeah, yeah. still applies that triangle. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> but what are your guys' ideal routines? Like walk us through a perfect. Day, if you could have it like a working day, I guess, because you have taking into all the factors that you usually need to take into account. Charmaine, kick us off. I think literally it would just be mainly two things for me. It would be firstly exercise, and then secondly sleeping better. I think if I can improve these two things, my quality of life will be so much better. So, for example, exercising, just having like ten minutes as a minimum, where I I don't know do a dance workout by watching a YouTube、mm. video. And then sleeping, where I I I get a minimum of seven hours. Like I would just be such a happier person. I'll have like my double eyelids in both eyes,、mm. and I'll just look like I'm glowing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs>、mm. I think I would ideally want to wake up at like six, and then I'll shower. I'll make myself a good breakfast, and then I'll go to the office. And then whatever happens in the office happens, and then because that's like a whole another conversation. And then I will go home by seven, and then I'll have a good like dinner with some friends, or maybe just like take away at home with Netflix. That'll be enjoyable too. And then at around like nine or ten, I'll go for a quick run, maybe like thirty minutes, and then. And then I'll have some like time to read my book, and then I feel like if that all happens, maybe like a call with my sister or my family for like thirty minutes, and then after that, I feel like that'll be a good day.、Mm. And all that happens, such a productive day.、Yeah. But then again, see, like I feel like a lot of us define a good day to like a productive day, and there's a whole lot of like. 
issue about you know like equating yourself to your productivity yeah. but yeah and so that's like another thing because like you're more than your productivity <laughs> if you're not productive doesn't mean you're useless it's mm. fine you know so i think we also need to have a lot of uh, another conversation about like how you're more than just your productivity yeah that's true on an ideal day i probably wake up around like 5 uh go out do some stretching like not look at my phone do something that's like a self-care related so when i was studying in uni i used to wake up and now the first thing i would do is just like journal with my diffuser on and it would still be dark outside and you have like the morning air and oh, it was so wow. nice and then you like make yourself a good breakfast and after you've just like <laughs> been nice to yourself for like an hour then you like start working and then by then it's still like six something so because i find if i wake up before i don't know why i think it's the same as what you meant like for the productivity is equal to your success so like for example like if i wake up if i start working after like nine or if i depending on the day if i start working out on eight like depends on what i plan then i'll be like oh my god i failed you know like i i have to like if i wake up mm. if i start working before at six then i'm like oh my god i'm success like the whole day will be a success mm. like it's that kind of mindset which is like not necessarily the best do you guys watch all those like youtube videos on like morning routines mm-hmm I went through like a phase but then I stopped because it was a bit too much and I think sometimes you watch them and then afterwards a few months later they'll be like oh yeah I did this video like three months but like I'm not doing it anymore and then it's like when you watch that video you're already like in drilled in like the standard that like oh that's like the right thing to do like that's Mm -hmm. the most productive to see but then in real life they actually like don't upkeep it like they're just normal humans who also struggle with routines so (laughs) after a while I was like "Eh, I'm just just gonna live my own life yeah Mm. like I never find those videos very relatable and i guess now that i'm you know we're doing a podcast i also know that the things we say we don't necessarily do all the time so i'm sure it's the case for these youtubers as well yeah yeah Yeah. there's some routines that really just don't make sense yeah it's quite funny sometimes you're just like are you sure you're doing that like oh this is my uh night because there's like morning routine there's also night routine right Mm -hmm. and then some of the night routine that i watch for like these bloggers it's like oh at the end of the day i'm gonna make myself a very good like bubble bath and then i'm gonna pour myself some like a glass of wine and then i'm gonna i'm just gonna soak myself for two hours yeah i'm gonna light a candle and then like in the video the her her, like dog will go to the bathroom and it's like oh i'll play with my dog too such a nice night and then i'm also gonna read my books like are you sure you do that (laughs) or only for that day (laughs) just curious like what is your self-care routine yeah it's a spectrum i have some days where it's like oh i'm gonna do a proper self-care and then there's some days where i'm just like okay i'm just gonna wash my face and go to sleep Uh, so the proper one would be sometimes i'll like take a shower right and then like do do you You can go go into into detail detail. okay like Like brief detail (laughs) spray like spray with the thermal water spring thing and then um serum and then moisturizer acne cream and then eye cream that's about it actually i don't mm. use quite a lot I, I know anki has an extensive <laughs> like routine on this so i'm gonna give her some airtime. <laughs> no mine is also a spectrum there's like there's it ranges between either an overnight mask that or a mask that you were meant to wash off in 10 minutes that i just use as like <laughs> full-fledged I do not <laughs> moisturizer <laughs> No, it's moisture. Yeah. <laughs> no one oh said. I've, it's been fine on my skin. So yeah, yeah it's, like, it's yeah. I'm getting all the benefits from yeah. this mask. Or I will just do like the whole 
whole thing. Mine's a bit different, and maybe it's not so good in a way because I don't do it all before I go to sleep. But because when I get home, I'll do um I'll shower immediately, and then I already do half my routine at that time already, like mm. the cleansing. Mm. I double cleanse, and then I do like the toner, and then I moisturize. So that's like half the routine already. And then sometimes I'll do a mask. Mm. Um, and then when I go to sleep. I'll like brush my teeth and do the moisturizing and all that, right? But sometimes I would brush my teeth as a mechanism of waking myself up as a mintiness oh. from a toothpaste. So then I'll go back to doing work. work again once I've done the toothpaste and like the nighttime moisturizing and all that. So it just sort of cancels off all that sort of relaxing effect I had from my mm. moisturizing and that sort of relaxation that I had from from that routine. So that's just something I think I would need to work on as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sounds like we all have some good habits and not so good ones that we could work on in the upcoming months. The most important thing in life, you know, as people tend to say, or I'm not sure if they do, health is wealth. So let's focus on that. This is also the last episode of season one, and we just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to the past ten episodes. We've had so much fun making the episodes, and we are so proud and happy to call you all our Cafe Twenties podcast community. We will be taking a short break after season one, but do not worry, we will be back. We will announce any updates through our Instagram, so stay tuned for that. If you like this episode, let us know. We would love to know if you have any new healthy routines. You can comment this on our Instagram post for this episode and follow us for any updates. Our account is at Cafe Twenties Podcast. That's Cafe Two Zero S Podcast. We will also leave this in the show notes. You can find us on all the places you usually listen to podcasts, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So subscribe and please leave us a rating. Once again, thank you for being a part of our Cafe Twenties community. Thank you so much for joining us today. Bye. Bye.